0: Welcome to the Whiskey Congress Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it Black, white, right, left Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress Join the evolution
1: Whiskey Congress is back in session Steve and I are together in the Cleveland studio Good to have you here, man, what's going on?
0: Not too much. Just uh, finish up a nice little workout. Um, had to cut it short though, because on a tight schedule today. So if at some point in time I just start doing random push ups, then just don't mind me. <laughs> I will be a little confused, but thank you for the. Uh, See, but now you don't have to be confused. You're, you're, yeah, very mm-hmm.
1: good, Thank you very much. no I'll know why you're randomly doing push ups on the <laughs> studio. Man, the, how much of the January 6th hearings have you watched?
0: Um, you know, I, it, Whether in clips or, or. No, or... I, I mean, I watched the the you know, all of the uh, different Capitol Police officer testimony. Um, And it just, man, I I mean, we've talked a lot on this show about, you know, just what I thought the impact of that day was, um, just how genuinely pissed and angry it made me. I'm still mad about it. Um, That won't change. Um, It's just something that I I can't forget. Um, And, you know, I think about what could have been in terms of how bad that could have turned out and how close we were to really seeing something we've never seen in this country um before with you know that sort of hostile takeover of the government and a lot of people say oh well i mean these people were dumb and you know i mean like yeah they weren't armed and it was just a lot of pushing and shoving but i mean look i just you're lying that's bullshit it wasn't just pushing and shoving Um, you know, there were a lot of really serious injuries. There was a lot of damage to property, um, you know, and there were a lot of just direct threats to lives that were made that if it weren't for the Capitol police, who knows what could have happened. Right. Right. I mean, and, you know, Ashley Babbitt was killed, um, you know, for trying to breach, um, onto the, to the Senate floor. Um, you know, people are all up in arms. Well, why don't we know the officer's name and blah, 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 yada, yada. I don't care. Right, like I mean, and people want to make comparisons to Black Lives Matter and Antifa protests and other places. Like, I, I'm sorry, I don't care. Fuck your small business. Your small business is not the capital of my goddamn country. It's just not. Right. So sure. if you want to be mad about, oh well, you didn't arrest Antifa. Fuck Antifa. I will deal with them later. These people attacked my country. Right. Like, so if you're that mad about it, if it happened in your state, then you go deal with that. But I'm dealing with what happened in the capital of my country and my capital building where my congressmen and my senators and the vice president of the United States, even though I may not like him, right, even though I I didn't vote for him, he's still the vice president of the country, right, to that point, right, and these people are talking about killing him, hanging him, right, wanting to kill and string up Nancy Pelosi and AOC and all these other people, right? Mitt Romney was right there in the middle. He's one of the few actual people who are out there, like, trying to talk some sense to these people, and he almost fucking lost his life for it. So when I hear these police officers talk, and uh, and you see what they went through, and you see some of the things that they were called in, you, you don't even need this. Like I mean, we've seen so many videos, right? We know what happened on that day, but to hear them actually put it in perspective from their point of view of what happened, um, just re, reignites that fire, right? And then and then to go on Fox News and to see Laura Ingram giving out awards for 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 mo- best performance, best or- performance by a political <laughs> actor or, or, or whatever just, com- like, she's lost any and all credibility with me, right? I mean... Did she talks- have,
1: have it before? Yeah, she did,
0: it? because Laura, In- Laura Ingram, added, there was a time where she was a really intelligent woman, yeah, she was conservative, but she she played devil's advocate a lot, but it was, it came from a place of sincere scholarship.
1: Intellectual honesty?
0: Right, intellectual honesty and sincere scholarship, like, and yeah, that was a long time ago, yeah, but it, it, it was, it it was real, right? So I I, I didn't up and up until you know, probably I would say the last year, she lost a lot of credibility with me. But then, this to me said you're 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 irredeemable at that point. If you're gonna look at those police, out like you you all you talk about is how you back the blue. All all these people talk about is back the blue and, and the police, the police, the police. Right? We support the police and thin blue line and and we got our blue line flags and we get we we, we got our skulls with the blue and all that other shit. Okay. Right, and that's when they're killing black people, Steve. When they're doing stuff. Yeah, I mean, I just, it just, and you, you knew all along that the support of the police was not about the police, and it was a direct pushback against anything related to social justice and black people. Let's just put it out. That's exactly what it was, a pushback. We're tired of hearing about black people and their issues, so fuck them. If they do something, I hope the police hammer them and send them to jail or kill them or whatever. So we support the police because we don't like those people and what they're talking about. And then when the police were doing their job, right, which involves pushing back against the very people who said they support them, then they get mad and all of a sudden all that shit goes away. The officer talking about, like, I was confused because I see all these people with thin blue line flags and T-shirts and everything else, but they're the people that are attacking me and yelling and screaming at me. Then all of a sudden it becomes real. And also for a lot of you cops out there who think you got all this support, you sure about that? You got you got to go to you got to pull one of these guys over all of a sudden because he's flying down ninety, going eighty miles an hour in his lifted truck with his with his thin blue line flag on, and you pull him over and he's fucking hammered out of his mind. You think that bumper sticker, you think that T-shirt that he's wearing actually matters at that point? Like he's gonna be like he like he is less of a threat to you, right? Or or do his true colors come out and then he absolutely loses his shit on you and now you have a fucking fight for your life sort of situation?
1: Well, I I get your point. In, the, in that illustration, but also just back to January 6th, what freaks me out the most is Fox News aired video of the of the uh, hearings. They showed reality, and then they're talking personalities who, one of whom in court, defended himself by saying, no one should take me seriously. Um that being Tucker Carlson. Well, the lawyers uh, said that oh, the, Tucker, Tucker. Uh, Tucker Carlson dude, didn't. Dude th- oh, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> the people defending him in court said no one should take this clown seriously. They, they dangled reality in front of their audience and then backtracked and said, "Oh no, no, that's not reality. Reality is these guys are acting." The,
0: Look, I mean, Fox News has it's we. That's a great power. Long,
1: that's a great power.
0: Right. I mean, like for the longest <laughs> time, they they have you been pushing narratives, pushing narratives. And, and it started off subtle and then it got very big and it got very boastful, right? And now they're at a point where it's just like, look, we're raking in the dough. Um, we, we have a say in, in policy now, right? Because of Trump, we have a direct say in how all this goes, Right, we know people like Trump are listening to us. We know Ron DeSantis listens to us. We know this this person, that person, Greg Abbott. We know that like they, like they say things. Right, they want us to say so. Like they they have a say now in policy. So now, and frankly, what we've learned, there's no check on this. There's no, there's no check on the media just saying and doing whatever they want to do. The F the FCC can't do anything. Um, uh, the there's no, there's no, there's no check. But the, well, there's but there's competition now. Now there's competition for
1: more Trumpy, more crazy. OAN and Newsmax didn't even air the actual hearings. They aired sideshows, which I'll talk about, um, you know, maybe in a in a, in a whiskey shot. Um, but they have to balance. Okay, we need to stay credible enough, but we also have to stay crazy enough to not lose our audience to OAN and and all this and.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even, I think their whole thing or credibility, the reason why they're coming out and, you know, a lot of their anchors, whether it's uh, uh, Sean Hannity or uh, some of the others have come out and talked about, hey, maybe you need to get the vaccine and we'll talk about that later. But some of that is, look, they're flat out getting sued, right? I mean, like they're getting sued for a lot of their bullshit with the, with the election. Um, this time I, it's
1: not because of Bill O'Reilly sticking his dick and whatever.
0: Right. I, I think that the, it's only a matter of time. And in, in politicizing that, I think that they were running into another lawsuit that they couldn't win, so they had to, you know, they had to change gears midstream. I, I just I, so like yeah, there's I, I don't think the credibility is for the sake of their audience, right? Like the reason why they that they're showing, all right, this happened on January 6th. It did happen. We're not. We can't. You can't say we didn't show you right. what happened, the hearing, whatever. And then because, see the. The Laura Ingrams and the Sean Hannitys, right? Like, those are opinion shows, right? Like, sure. there are certain disclaimers that go with their shows, right? It's been established in court that that's for entertainment. It's opinion. It's not technically news, right? Like, right. so that's why they can get away with saying and doing whatever. I think Sean Hannity probably did a smart thing by coming out and saying, yeah, you should probably get the vaccine and it's, you know, take it serious. But, and listen, I don't have a problem with what he said, right? Like, because a lot of people are like, yeah, but he said to, to talk to your doctor, and he's not wrong. No, he's not. You should talk to your doctor, right? Like, I mean, you maybe like maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's something in there that you specifically shouldn't take, or maybe or shouldn't have in your right. system. Or maybe if there are questions about fertility down the line for men and or women, then maybe that's a serious consideration that you, you you have to put out there. If you really really want kids, right? Like, if you only have one, I'm telling you, just stick with that one. More than one <laughs> seems like a bad idea. But um personally <laughs> just you know. But I'm just I'm just saying, like, there there, there may be legit reasons why you don't want to take it, right? Or, I mean, look, if you're just saying like, look, man, you could sit here and say vaccines, that the vaccine is safe and everything else, but like, and this technology that they're using in the vaccine has been around for a while, but the reality is they put it all together for this coronavirus. It's all new, and I just don't like the idea of being a guinea pig, even though there's 100 million of us to this point. Okay, I'm not, like, I'm at a point where I'm done arguing about that, but when it comes to Fox um, and how they you know, put information out. You're right. There is more competition, but I think it still goes to a broader point that even, that that broader point, like because there is no way to actually police it and rein it in and stop it, their competition has absolutely grown, right? Yeah, OAM sure. is just like, we don't even have to, we don't even have to know what the fuck we're talking about. We don't even have to have good production value, right? <laughs> we just say the things these crazy people want to hear and they love us. Right? And this guy who's the president of the United States, as long as we suck his dick, he'll give us all the promo we need. So we can shoot it in fucking Jim's basement and just wear a suit with no pants and say whatever we want. And look, we're on TV.
1: I'm offended that you think my basement would be open to OEN, oh, yeah,
0: but okay. And if they, you know, ah, if they came through and you enough money, I, I, you know, I'd do it. Fuck. Right. You <laughs> I'd be like, you guys, what you guys are doing is wrong. I'm gonna go buy a new car, um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I just, I, my concern is that there's, there's really no way to police the messaging, right? Um, and I'm not, and, and if there and, is, and,
1: and it's dangerous to police messaging. I don't want that. But I, there yeah, should be consequences I mean, for bullshit. And
0: and, and and we're just at that point where that's, that's the response to a lot of things, right? Like we need a way to police this, but freedoms, constitution, rights, we can't. And if we over-police it, it goes the wrong way, and we're kind of stuck in this, you know, between a rock and a hard place. Right, same thing
1: with, with mandating the vaccine. I do not want the government to mandate a vaccine. I have no problem with businesses saying, if you want to work for me, you have to have it. In fact, I think that's a good idea. And lots of the big tech companies, lots of companies, and lots of businesses Losses are doing and yeah, it. And, and, and anyone saying that that's government tyranny, no, that's... There's your capitalism, baby. Yeah, I mean, I
0: mean a lot, you know, like someone was just like, "Oh, well, the government is backdooring this." I'm like, "No, the government. You don't like the government didn't need to tell a lot of these different companies to to mandate vaccines. These companies are looking out for their best interests, right? The companies are looking at it and saying, "Look, if we can get fewer people sick, and we can get people, if they do get sick, they don't get as sick, right? We can still maintain a level of productivity and not, and it doesn't hurt our bottom line. Like that's how, like." You know, people complain about capitalism, right, like, but, but, you know, or socialism and communism, right, the same people crying about socialism, right, Are the people pissed off that these businesses are doing the most capitalism-related thing that they can to protect their fucking profits, right? Right? Like, I mean, like, that's why they're making you get the vaccine. They don't give a fuck about Biden or Trump. Like, like these companies, some of these companies were mandating masks and all that other shit while Trump was in office, right? So, I mean, it, it's, it's, we're just, it, it, is, it is frustrating, but, you know, the further we get into it, the longer that, you know, you have this sideshow of the, the, what happened on January 6th and coronavirus and everything else, like, those things are just festering. And they're just creating, you know, just more of a base to create more division, right? Like, it's just more fuel to the fire, more and more. And, and it's just, it's, it's, like you said, it's maddening. It's
1: maddening. maddening. All right, man. Um, Let's jump off politics for a minute and talk about uh, Simone Biles. Because, first of all, there's a lot of things that are almost... All right, so if you don't know, I don't know what rock you've been living under, but she withdrew from the Olympic uh, team, um, uh, the the gymnastics team she is. I don't even think it's arguably the most decorated uh, U.S. gymnast ever, maybe gymnast in the world ever um and she she withdrew and i guess she got some backlash i've seen all that i've seen has been support and i respect that um what there's a bunch of things that i don't think I've okay, enough. So <laughs> i have gotten so i got to stop
0: you right there first of all like look i think there's a couple different ways to look at well first of all so Simone Biles pulls out because she feels she they said it was mental health but in reality she has this thing called the twisties Right? And in gymnastics, my daughter gymna- is, is in gymnastics. I don't know if I'd call her a gymnast quite yet. Um, her skills are still developing, let's say. Um, but Brisbane, 2032, here we come. Um, but talking to uh, my daughter's gym- gymnastics coach, um, she explained to me what the twisties are. And essentially, it's your inability to like find the ground when you're in the air. Right, like so, like if a plane lands, right, like you've got your landing gear sure. and like you, you know where the ground is and you touch ground. Okay, well, if you're a person flipping through the air, right, like when you're in midair, you have to be able to kind of locate the ground so you know where to put your feet so you know how to land. And she can't do that right now. Um, and so that's pretty critical yeah. given that some of the moves that she does in the air are so complex that one, they have named them after her because no one else can do them, and two, that judges have. Literally downgraded her scores because they're so hard. They don't know how to grade them. And they're like, well, that's too hard for anybody else to do anyway. So we're just going to, instead of giving you a 10, we're going to give you a 9. Um, but she has this twisty things going on. So she pulls herself out. Um, and so, yeah, she's received a lot of support. Now, a lot of people are saying this is a manufactured story. No. She's the fucking greatest gymnast in the world. It, this is the Olympics, and she's not competing. That is a story no matter what. Right. If Michael Phelps pulls out of a swimming event back in 2016 or 2012 or whatever, because of anything, it's going to be a massive story, whether a muscle pull, whether it was a muscle pull or he had a bad day or got hit by a car in Singapore, whatever. Right. Like no matter what, like it's a big story when these athletes don't compete. So the idea that, oh, it's a manufacturer story. No, Uh, you know, the, the world's greatest Olympian is not competing. That's a story. Now, people have supported her right out of the gate, right? And I don't think that there needs to be someone pushing against her for it to be a story. She pulled out and people are just like, look, we support you, period. That's a good thing. The issue is we're so used to the instant bashing and the instant negativity that it's just like, well, all these people are being positive. What's that all about? Like, If there's no bad, how can there be so much good? Right? like I mean, I think that's like an automatic sort of thing, and I got into it with someone. Like, It's just like, yeah, it's a story because she pulled out, she's a great Olympian, and people are supporting her, right? And if that's obscure to you, then that's kind of the issue. But the idea that there's no pushback against her is bullshit because there was uh, uh, an article in the LA Times that said she's a good person, but she failed as a gymnast. Charlie Kirk okay, said- that's interesting. Charlie Kirk said <laughs> that she um, she's a disgrace to the United States. That she's a sociopath, she's selfish and somehow a liar, right? So okay, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I mean it's it's on our timeline. I'm not
1: doubting you for a second. Yeah. And calling her selfish, by the way, the thing I respected the most about what she did was she was there on the sidelines supporting your team, right? She was. Maybe this is me being rah rah guy, rooting, yes. coaching, yes. all those things. Yes, that matters to me a lot. Right, right. If she had, if she had just said. I'm out. Good luck. I'm going home. I wouldn't have been mad, right? But the fact that she put herself out there and you know publicly was there supporting the people because you. I you, mean, your daughter does gymnastics. Obviously, not at the Olympic level yet. I'm not saying she's Olympic gym. <laughs> but but, but if, the, the, thing, the reason you. why
0: this is funny is because my my daughter is not. It's great. She's not
1: <laughs> likely. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I'm not. We'll, we'll to, never know. Hey, I love You gotta, <laughs> gotta start somewhere. Anyway. Simone Biles refused to do a tumble at some point. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not comparing your daughter to Simone Miles. And good luck keeping it together because you get to see it live. <laughs> see it <you> live. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know, t- to me that just shows her character. Like she's there to win. When you have the twisties and your your head's not right. The, the danger of doing what they do did not get nearly as much uh, coverage as I thought it deserved. You're flipping through the air. It would be like if I was trying to run at a wall as fast as I can, and my and my you know stopping before I bash well, my face was part of my thing, and I couldn't stop. That would be dangerous. And what she's doing is ten
0: times that. So there was there was a really really good Olympian gymnast, um, I believe from maybe the Ukraine, uh, possibly Russia. Uh, in the early '80s, and she was the world's best, right? Like very similar stats to, to Simone Biles, and I can't I can't remember her name. Nadia
1: Comaneci should be the name that comes to my mind. But anyway.
0: Maybe. So she had told her coaches that she had some leg pain, and she was having trouble landing and and generating power, and she was pushed and told to basically suck it up and compete. Um, and I can't believe I can't remember if it was the trials or the actual Olympics. She goes to do a move. Um, she can't follow through. She lands on her neck, breaks her neck, becomes a quadriplegic. That's not not, not a quadriplegic. Um, be, she ended up becoming a quadriplegic and ended up dying at the age of 46 from complications Jeez. from that. Uh, this is serious. Right? Yep. These people get hurt. Like I mean, uh, what was the girl's name? Dominic Moni? Marie, uh, on the Olympic team back in the early 2000s, late 90s. Um, the U.S. team. Uh, little, I can't remember her name. Dominique something. Not Dominique Dawes. Dominique um, Dawes. But she was another one who, you know, she went out there and she she got really hurt. Um, and, she, and everyone's like, well, yeah, she pushed through it. But, like, guys, like, look, man, if Simone Biles goes out there and she can't land on her feet, right, even if she doesn't get hurt and she just fucking flat out falls and lands on her ass or lands on her face or whatever right. and doesn't get hurt, guess what? U.S. doesn't even get the silver medal. Right, Right? And then it's just like, well, what happened? Like, oh, I I wasn't feeling myself. Why'd you go out there? You know, someone else could have gone out there and done it, right? Right. Like, So she's kind of in a lose-lose situation. But, you know, to the broader point, like, all right, so you take Charlie Kirk and you push his criticism aside and you push the the article from the LA Times aside. And and you just look at it from the vantage point. Like, a lot of, like, you know, I've got guys that I played football with in college and high school. Oh, well, she quit and, and, you know, she's a good person, but I'm not celebrating quitting. Like, yeah, well... Get that antiquated bullshit out of here. This isn't fucking Varsity Blues, which that was on last night, and I watched it. Um, <laughs> Scott Conner's tweeter is Twitter, it's fucking classic, uh, but um, <coughs> you know that idea of never quit, team above all. I'm sorry, it's trash. It's just well, trash. I, I, no, 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 no. Let me hear, hear me out. I played team sports my whole life, right? I've been on teams. I've been on football teams. I've been on baseball teams. Wrestling teams. I've been on all the teams. Um. And you get these coach berating kids, berating athletes all the time. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Do everything for the team. Do everything for the team, right? Um, to the point where you you have high school kids, right? High school, junior high, Pop Warner kids pushing themselves like be, beyond limits that they should. You know, high school wrestlers that literally put their lives in danger, cutting weight to, to, to for the team, for the sport, for the love of the, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, college, high school football players playing with injuries that literally would put people on it, like uh, regular adults, it would put them on disability for the rest of their life. Some of the injuries I've seen guys play with, injuries that I've played with, right? Literally I've seen put people out of work from fucking desk jobs and yet we get shots, we get taped up, we get snapped back together and we go back out there and play in high school. There's no money right. in high school, right? That's in the hopes that maybe we can get a scholarship to go to college and then when you get to college, the, st- the stakes are even higher. And some of the shit that I saw guys do to play, right, isn't fucking sane. So this idea, right, of don't quit, go go nonstop, give it all you got, right, it's, it's, a, it's not, it, that ain't it anymore, right? So she made the move, not only for her team, but for herself. Oh, she's selfish. Yeah, she is selfish. She's taking care of herself, because, because Simone Biles healthy in one piece, being able to support her teammates and coach her teammates and help them through this is more valuable than her going out there and literally risking her life or her ability to walk so that you can continue to with your bullshit mantra from 1995 of don't quit, right? Do it all for the team. She's put it all out there for the team. She's won four gold medals or however many gold medals she's won. She's won 27 medals on the world stage. Right, This girl put it all out there. She won a gold medal or she won a world medal while she was fucking passing a kidney stone. She got sexually abused by her coach for years and still came out and was the best gymnast in the world. She's done it all for herself and for you as a countryman. How dare you have the audacity to come out and say that she's selfish? How dare you have the audacity to come out and say that she's a disgrace? How dare you have the audacity to come out and say that she failed? She's done everything that she's supposed to do, and in this moment, she made the right choice for herself. She put her team in a position where they had the possibility to win. She supported them. She did everything that I want a good teammate to do. So for anyone, right, even if it's only a few people out there, you got to shut the fuck up. She also may have had a medical
1: issue in terms of she used to be, uh, she's been diagnosed with ADHD, I think, and some of the medicines she was allowed to take previously was denied to her.
0: So, she's got ADHD. She takes Adderall. Japan's got a big anti-Adderall rule. She can't take it. Now, this is a little bit different conversation because people are coming out and saying, "Well, Adderall is a performance enhancing drug. She's not allowed to take it. She's a shitty gymnast, so that's why she shouldn't take it." And so that are
1: say she's a shitty gymnast.
0: Well, because well, they're saying like she can't land because she's not taking Adderall. Adderall like she can't land because she can't find the ground, because she can't focus, and it's because she can't focus because she can't take Adderall, and therefore she's only good because of Adderall. And so Adderall is a performance enhancing drug, that's why she's not good, therefore she's out, she should be out, good for her, she sucks. That's literally, like, someone uh, has literally made that argument. Okay, I'm sure someone has, but that is insane. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and I just think that it's, you know, when it comes to, like, um, like so I compete in drug-tested powerlifting events, right? right. And so uh, we we don't use WADA, but we use like the anti, we use a, there, there's a couple of different of the federations use. Anti-doping
1: an, agency of some kind. Some, yeah. some kind,
0: right? It's a, an international anti-doping agency, right? And so for like, you can get, uh, uh, it's called uh, some sort of like exemption for certain things. Sure. Right, um, like I, I haven't been dose, diagnosed with ADHD. I haven't been prescribed Adderall or anything like that. So if if I get drug tested and I pop for Adderall, then they're gonna like I like I'm gonna get booted from that competition and suspended for two years or whatever. Um, but they also have these special use exemptions, right? Like so, if you have a medical condition and you've been prescribe this and you can show now it's kind of extensive even for the powerlifting stuff like it's not like you just can't have your friend who's a doctor scribble some shit down on a notepad like there's like you have to show a fair amount of documentation about your condition for these special use exemptions but even still like you have them and so i'm not sure what's going on with tokyo I, i feel like they're like they have a lot of control over like what is on that banned drug list, right? Like, and I, I didn't realize that each country, like, it, it could be different from country to country. Um, but that, like, that, that's an issue, and I think that's a different conversation from, you know, Simone Biles, the gymnast, and deciding not to compete, uh, versus, you know, oh. should she be allowed to compete with Adderall and, and all that other stuff? I, I think all
1: the anti-amphetamine uh, motivation to Japan dates back to World War II. I mean, the, the kamikaze pilots were just blown out of their minds on, essentially, meth. Convincing someone to fly a plane into a ship takes a little bit of uh, chemi- a little bit of chemical uh, alteration of the brain. And I think when that was over, they were like, yeah, we had people doing that, and that's not good. We're mm-hmm. done with
0: that. Maybe. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I've heard that said. I, I don't, I, I don't think <laughs> Simone Biles taking Adderall I, ends I, up with a plane I, 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 in Pearl Harbor. I don't either. But I think that's why they're culturally they're very anti um maybe uh, i you're probably you're probably right i have no idea right i mean this is all relatively new to me i didn't know she had adhd i didn't know she took adderall i didn't know it, I, did, I i actually i didn't know that adderall was banned um you know because i it's not something I, I ever think about i don't take right, it i right. don't use it so I, I never would think like oh look for that on the list you know i mean when i go through like i, t- I get my supplements from vitamin shop or whatever you got to go through and look at all the shit that's in there, and then you got to go through the list, and then the thing that sucks about the supplements is that they have the, you know, prepared proprietary blend. Sure. And you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck is that? You know, I mean, yeah. and that's where people get in trouble, and, you know, the average fan is just like, oh, see, so you should know what's in your body. You you should, but, you know, like, sometimes yeah. that's how that's You that personally experienced. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. That was yeah, so. a whole different ball game yeah. of nonsense, but... Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the whole, my whole thing with Simone Biles, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. I support her. I support her decision. Um, I'm glad she got the outpouring of support. I don't think that even if you didn't have the LA Times article, even if you didn't have Charlie Kirk, even if you didn't have, you know, high school football guy, you know, who peaked 30 years ago talking shit, I think that the support that she got is fine, right? Like, I mean, people are like, oh, it's a manufactured story. It's a story. And people are being supportive. That's okay. Like, don't be a dick about people being supportive of a person who's going through a tough time. Like, you... you, you, I mean, the idea... Think about it. The greatest Olympian of all time or the greatest gymnast, whatever. um, You're going in with these expectations. And all of a sudden, the thing that you're best at in the world, you can't do. I think that she's... You know, she's going through a shit ton mentally right now. Um, And so, I think the idea that we need, like, maybe... This is a sign that we don't necessarily have to tear everybody down that we build up. You know, I mean, like, she's been built up um, for good reason. And I I just, I've always hated the culture of build them up, tear them down in every aspect, right? I hate it in sports, right? I hated the coaches who said, I got to tear you down to build you up. No, you don't. Just don't be a dick and actually learn how to teach me, right? Like, I learned different than the other guys. so Why don't you just learn how to fucking coach? Um, I've always hated that in sports. I've hated it in, in in pop culture of oh this person's really popular, but now they're too popular, so they're not popular anymore, right? Like I've I've always hated that. Um, and maybe this is a shift. I hope so. Um, and hopefully it just it there's more positivity that comes out of this than than negativity. Um, you know, not seeing a lot of backlash doesn't make the story any less meaningful,
1: I guess. Oh, I agree, I agree. I just—I was very happy to see so many people come out and support her uh, publicly, and I just—the <clears throat> biggest thing to me was downplaying the danger of what they do because you—you yeah. you know, if someone—someone so, someone said to me, you know, uh, if Josh Allen said he didn't want to play the second half of a championship game, how would you feel about that?
0: And I'm like, if his body wouldn't let him play, then I get it. Listen, I—I I like to say that I'm consistent on this. Remember when Vontae Vontae Davis retired? Like, yes, well, literally, absolutely. everyone. Right, it, he played it, for the Bills yeah, at the it, time, and quit at the half. Literally. Right, and what did I say then? Fine, yeah. good. Like the dude. Like listen, the dude shut down mentally and was just like, "I don't want to fucking do this anymore. I can't go out there and be effective. I'm done." Right, and it's just like I, I didn't even like. You know, it's just like he just went in the locker room, changed his clothes, and left. And left, and. Oh, he's a bad team. Like, listen, if you're that shut down, like, he's no longer a teammate. That dude quit his job and left. Yeah. And and I don't have a problem with it because – now, listen – I think he should have handled that. I think you should have said, "I can't go back out there," and then whatever. But I, look, I mean, how, you, you know, you you have your oh well, that doesn't meet my sensibilities. I, honestly, if I'm him, like fuck you and your sensibilities, right? That's right. Like I mean, because at that point, like what, like because you got to remember too, a lot of that shit of you need to do it a certain way, you need to do blah blah blah. That's not for any other reason than just control. And by the way, I sign your paycheck. But at that point. He's got 100% control of the situation. He don't need your money. He don't give a fuck about that last paycheck. He doesn't give a fuck about any of it. So he can just walk away. He can go out however sure. you want to go out. And if you had that ability, I'm pretty sure a lot of the sensibilities and all that other stuff would go out the window. Okay, I've done that. <laughs> well, I, I walked out. I was
1: on a project where I was being managed by complete dopes who didn't were doing things that I was just fundamentally not okay with. And I went to my boss and said... If you want two weeks' notice, I'll give it to you. But I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. And he said, "Work till lunchtime and exit quietly and leave your badge." I'm like, "Good with that too." Yeah. So, and I was not at risk of injuring myself. Right.
0: I mean, and that's. Th- I mean, that's <coughs> the thing, especially with like football or, you know, gymnastics or diving or you know what I mean. Right. It's just like, look, man, if you fuck up, right? If you're not, if your head's not in it in football, like, I, th- listen, I can t- tell you from firsthand experience. Wait, I got drilled. oh my God, I got drilled on a kickoff return once. I go back, I didn't like I was going to block, It's going way the other way. I'm looking the opposite direction. I, like honestly, I think I was looking up at the scoreboard or something. and or no, I was going down on coverage. That's what it was. I, was I, I saw the guy running away from me, and I looked up at the scoreboard just to see if I could see the opening. And the next thing I know, I am looking at the sky and I'm on my back. Right, Because someone came and just fucking cleaned my fucking clock okay. because I wasn't paying attention. So if your head is not in these, these sports where there's so much that can go wrong physically, either because you land wrong or whatever, or there's another person coming to physically dismember you, well, yeah, then I'm okay with you saying, like, yeah, I'm done. Right? Like, I don't care how you do it. If you're singing get- Adderall, you might not done that. Or, Well, true, right? Like, I might have been a little bit more focused, and I might not have ended up fucking, you know, upside down, but, you know, unfortunately <laughs> it, I dig, didn't have dig
1: it. Dig move on my part. I'm sorry. I'm only part sorry. Focus! Um, Alright, moving back to politics. AOC is trying to get rid of the carousel situation, which is a term I had never heard before. Carceral. Carceral. Which is an incarceration and in carousel, I assume, is the formation of that word. Um, and of course, I'm sure she's being called a communist and a socialist and whatever. But say what you want about AOC, I keep I'm a bigger and bigger fan every time she opens her mouth. Okay, she is actually trying to do things to help the lives of American citizens and disrupt the system in the when it goes against that purpose. I'm I'm not sure what she's going to actually accomplish, but. She's at least saying the right things and, and pushing the right buttons, in my opinion.
0: I mean, uh, look, I wasn't a big fan when she first came on the scene. Um, I thought she just, kind of like Trump, she just talked too much, right? Like, you said too much, you get out ahead of yourself, you're, you're, your mouth is moving faster than your brain. Um, in her case, Trump, like, I don't think his brain was moving. <laughs> uh, and I think what's happened is she's, she's taken a step back. And she has become more precise with her, her narrative and, and her, her framing of kind of what she wants to do and the goals that she's trying to accomplish. Um, she is becoming, um, she is slowly becoming a more mature statesman and, you know, will get to that elder statesman point um, in her career. And it's, it's an interesting evolution to watch. On this, I get what she's saying. I don't like it because. Don't like it. Well, look. I mean, here's the thing. Look, as much as we want to say you got to disrupt the system, and yeah, you do, but you 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 gotta you still gotta play within the rules that are set for right now, right? You gotta master and win the game before you can change it. Um, And so the idea, like she's saying, she wants to abolish. she wants to abolish all of it, which, okay, but look, the reality is, one, like, you're going to get a ton of pushback, like, uh, you know, there's so much going on right now that this may not catch with conservative circles, and they may just blow right over it, you know, Um, but this is the sort of thing that it could easily be blown up by Fox News and all the pundits and get turned into a thing where people are arguing over the word carceral and, you know, abolishing. She wants to abolish all prison and blah, 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 blah. Which, I mean, that's kind of what she wants to do. Right. Um, Which, I mean, if you really think that's a good idea... Here's my thing. When you talk about, um, you know, all cops are bad and we need to defund the police and we need to get rid of police, like, there are people out there who legitimately think that we should just get rid of police and let everyone sort of police themselves. It's just like... Um, look, that's a bad idea. That's a really bad idea because there's a really lot of shitty people out there. There just are. Sorry. Um, there's I and I know plenty of them, right? I've worked in some really shitty areas, I've worked with some really shitty people, I work out with some really shitty people, um, and a lot of criminals and a lot of people with a lot of issues that we have no way to get our kind of hands around, right? Like, if, if a person's just sick and demented like they're just fucking sick and demented and those people are out there they 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 are the people that just want to cause chaos and they want to hurt other people and we need a way to deal with them right and we have to do something with them so if you want to get rid of jails you better come up with something to do with fucking people that hurt other people i don't care put them on an island somewhere right i mean you know australia turned out okay so i mean i don't know uh but did it right I, i don't know um but yeah you got you got to do something um, and and the idea of all right let's get rid of the police let's get rid of jails and it'll be better for everybody like okay like yeah. okay yeah no I, 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 don't, I don't the idea and here's this is what you have to do <clears throat> i if it, then before you say what you're gonna say, do you know exactly what she wants to do no okay so don't put words in her mouth one way or another right like don't like, because if we don't know exactly what this means, abolish the, the the carceral system, right? Like, I need to know exactly what that means, what she means by that, because um, I don't want to really, I, I don't think it's fair for me to attack it, but I don't think it's fair for you to support it blindly. I'm not, I'm not supporting it completely blindly. I don't know exactly what her her means to the end is, but the idea that
1: once you've done time, that. The system, as it is, as it exists right now, basically says once you've done time, your likelihood of doing time again is very high because the system is designed to make that happen. When it comes to nonviolent offenses, um, you know, there's so many people in prison for nonviolent drug crimes, and getting them the giving them the ability to get their lives back on track following that, in my opinion, they shouldn't have been in jail in the, in the first place. But to set them up to fail just leads to a re- recurring carousel. And that's what she's trying. How exactly? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm
0: saying. S- like, I mean, and look, I understand that. I understand it better than you and her. You know, I mean, and, and that's not a knock on either of you. But, I mean, I was a fucking public defender. Like, right. I was okay. literally in the heart of it. I saw, I had a client multiple times. Yeah. right like you you got a yeah. criminal law because you watched it right. I mean like I, I I I watched it happen day in and day out like I understand this system to a T right I understand the issues with it I understand the extreme flaws in it right but I just need to know I need to understand what she's talking about I need a better breakout of how she what she wants to abolish how she wants to abolish it, right? If she's yeah. saying, like, I just want to get rid of jails and prisons, well, yeah, that's not going like, to work. Oh, right, I agree. Right Now, if, she's one, she, if she said she wants to get rid of the carousel, right, then, okay, fine. Um, but that's what I've been saying about – that's what we've been saying about criminal justice reform for fucking 50 years, right? Um, so And we have not seen it. Right, I haven't seen – we haven't seen it. Um, the small pockets here and there, people attempting – um, but we just haven't, you know, haven't had, an, like we've seen small sort of things that have worked anecdotally and things that have worked in, in, in certain places. Right. Um, but system-wide across the country, whether it's federal or um, state, local, whatever, we just haven't seen something that really kind of has caught on and spread. So I'm curious to know more exactly what she's talking about, how she wants to implement it. And then I think once we get that, we could break it down more. But until then, I'm kind of just... I don't know. Maybe, maybe I won't. You know, I'll I'll pull back some of my crit- criticism because again, I'm realizing now I just I just don't know exactly what that means.
1: No, and, and 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 the how is every bit as important as the what. So I agree, it needs to make sense. And you, you brought up things like defund the police. Um, that is a phrase that has been manipulated by right wing media to say something that was not intended. Right, and that's well, why you have to in, explain the.
0: When you we have to explain phrasing, the phrase, right? Phrasing is bad, right? Like, you got like you you just need to explain what you want to do, right? Like, if you, it's and I get it, it's not catchy to say we want to shift some money from the police into other social services or shift money into training police to deal better with de escalation and, yep. and social and, and and uh social welfare and mental health, right? Okay, I'm down with that, but. You, you know, and I mean, and, and the average person, if you tell them that, they're like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. But when you say we want to defund the police, right, and then you get an extremist that says all cops are bad, let's just get rid of all the police. With that phrase bundled together, now you're fighting this this messaging battle, where it's like, well, they, it doesn't exactly blah 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 blah. And you're not talking about the actual meat and potatoes of what you're right. talking about, which was and, good. And that is a flaw of the left that they, they do trip it all over the time. All and then, but the but the- then but then they dig their heels in, right? They go, well, it shouldn't matter. I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want. You just need to do what I say. Like, and that's, that's, where, they, that's where the left gets in trouble. They lose people like me, people, you know, either more kind of center right than myself or people right kind of where I land. You know, they lose this sort of, because it's just like, well, you need to say things the way we say them, even if you don't like the way we say them. And if you don't, then you're a racist, misogynist, capitalistic, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, all right, fuck you. You know, like fuck you, burn in hell. I'll just I'll figure it out. You people are useless, right? Like that's that's how it feels like dealing with them sometime when like mm-hmm. they go on the attack because of the way that you say something or the way that you talk about it, right? Like I mean, and it's just like,
1: uh, and, and the people who are logical about it though need to be better at arguing the point. Like Black Lives Matter is a perfect example. What about White Lives? What, what are you saying? White Lives don't matter? No, moron. We're not saying other lives don't matter. We're saying. Black people have gotten a different set of rules to play by for a long time, and that's wrong. And let's take right. that. I mean, but and, that's a long. And my t-
0: point is, is that that side, like they're like, you know, what you're dealing with, right? Like, so the and there's a lot more of them than there are you. So you have to figure out, like, how do you, you know, do we want to get people on board, or do you want to keep them over there just for the sake of keeping them over there? So you can do, so you can say, you know, look, like, look how pissed off they are. Because sometimes it's just like, man, there's just like there's an easier path to get to what you're trying to get to, but you're like intentionally throwing these roadblocks up and it's just, or you're throwing, you're putting these roadblocks in front of yourself and it almost feels intentional, right? Like, I mean, I'm not saying all the time, I'm not saying even a majority of the time, but sometimes it's just like, you know, if you just talk like it, like stop being a gatekeeper of all things holy on the left And sometimes you just need to go where people are, right? Like not everyone not everyone went to school and studied sociology, social criminal justice metrics like you did. Right? Like so you speak in a language that these people don't understand, and so they get defensive because they don't understand what you're talking about. So sometimes you may need to go to them where they are. Instead of tearing them down to get them to where you want to be, maybe you need to go and coach them, right, where they're at. Whether you're a high school football coach coaching a young athlete that is different than the other guy that you coached who was really good, or you're an activist that's trying to get people on your side to support your cause. I, 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 the messaging thing. Applaud how I tied that together, Jim. Applaud it.
1: Good. That was a dickish. As long as I get that was the three golf All right, man. Um, we got to wrap things up fairly soon, but uh, do you think the mask, mask mandates are coming back?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think they I, – I, so it's funny. I had this conversation with a friend of mine. She lives in D.C., and she's like, yeah, we're back to mass, mass mandates. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. Right. Yeah,
0: like indoors. And I'm like, yeah, I'm worried about it here in Ohio. I think DeWine is going to slow play it, and I don't know if he'll actually – I don't know if he'll go back and, and go to it. He may, but I just – you know, you and I were talking the other day. Ohio's a very red state, um, and I have already got people, like people who – really aren't big on social media that said have come out and just made bold statements like look you you, you you start mandating masks again you start you know shutting down businesses or whatever and like i'm not dealing with it like i'm just telling you i'm marching the capital sort of deal oh, and i just i have concerns like with ohio being such a red state like i think the wine's got to really kind of balance this out i think the move ultimately let private industry handle this. I'm sorry. So the water's kind of giving me gas. Uh, but let private industry handle it, right? Like, let the businesses say, look, you want to work here, put a mask on, whatever. I don't think mask mandates coming from the government this time around are I, – if I were DeWine, honestly, I wouldn't say anything. I would just let private businesses handle it. I just, I, it to me, the value – you're not going to get the level of, of compliance that you need with a mandate anyway but what you will get is a shit ton of backlash pushback anger fire brimstone everything else and at some point you have to balance that whether you like it or not and even if you don't like it and you feel that the role of government should be to tell people what to do for their own best interests i'm telling you right now that rarely goes well and it definitely won't go well here and if you force the issue right if you force the issue you're not going to like the pushback it's not going to be worth it. You're not going to get the compliance. You're not going to get the effect, and you're just going to create so much anger um, that you're you you're you're, you're going to be dead in the water.
1: I'm, I'm unfortunately I agree with you. Uh, right. The 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 resistance to it to me was comical, amazing, and depressing.
0: Yeah, just like.
1: Put a piece of cloth over your fucking face. Like
0: the, like the women who would go into a grocery store, take their underwear underwear off, and put them on their face. It's just like, look, I think we're into some some of the same sort of things, but that's not making right. a point. You think it is. All right, there's a whole
1: bunch of ways I could go with that, but I'm I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it. You're not going to lure
0: me down your path of <laughs> <laughs> darkness. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I, I just I I and you know if you're super into masks and you think everybody should be vaccinated and they should mandate vaccines and all that other stuff. Like, look, I'm sorry, but at this point in time, like this whole thing with masks and the vaccine and and COVID has evolved beyond science and a virus and protecting people, right? For the person that just doesn't want to get sick or doesn't want to run the risk of death because it's a possibility, um, to you, it seems simple, but there the other people who are resistant to them, there's no science, there's no stats that you could show them that are going to bring them to the light. Some of these people have literally said that you can, if they're dying of COVID, they don't want, like if they're dying of COVID and the vaccine is the only thing that could save them, they don't want it. Well, right? there's, and, also and,
1: people, <clears throat> there's also people. There's a, there's some conservative talk show guy in Tennessee who is, as far as I know, still on his deathbed. <clears throat> And he's asking to get the vaccine now,
0: and the doctors are but, telling him that doesn't. It's a preventive thing. It's not a treatment. But that's so. But my point is that there are people out there who this isn't. This isn't about health. This isn't about safety. This isn't about your life. This isn't about their life. They believe this is about control. They believe that this is their ability to control a situation, right? And you and I have talked about this. I think that this is. You got a lot of middle of the road, average people who've got very little control in their lives, right? True. And, you know, they're maybe a middle manager, and maybe they they, they got a few people that work for them or whatever. Um, But you got a lot of average people who have no control, who get pushed around. They get pushed around by their their spouses. They get pushed around at work. You know, socially, they don't really stand out. There's nothing special. They don't have much to say. Like, they've got their standard accomplishments. Like, yeah, maybe they graduated from high school, college, whatever. Maybe they got this decent job. But at the end of the day, right, they realize that they're just a pawn. But all of a sudden, you've got this situation where they can, stay, they can say no. They can push back. And there are other people who think like them, who have that same sort of, I don't want to do this. You're not going to tell me what to do, right? Because a lot of this is flat out, you're not the boss of me, right? A lot of this is the shit that I deal with with my fucking seven-year-old daughter, you're not the boss. Yes, I am. I am your dad. I am the boss of you. Shut <laughs> up. right? But these people are just like, well, you're not the boss of me. You can't tell me what to do. Screw the government. I'm tired of being pushed around. Nobody listens to me. Nobody does what I want to do. So, so, So I'm not doing this. Screw you. Screw everybody else. I'm not doing it. You can't make me do it. Right, Like, well, sir, this could save your life. No, it can't. Fuck you. I don't know. Like, I'll I'll take bullshit from some guy sitting in his basement before I listen to you. And the CDC fucked this up. And what did we say? We said this a long time ago that the government can't half-step this. And they can't fuck up. They got to get it right. Right? like, So you got to go full ass. You can't half-ass it. You got to go full ass. And you got to be dead on, dead accurate with your messaging and in truth. And you have to be transparent. And what did they do? They didn't even go half-ass. They went, like, quarter-ass. Right? Right, that they weren't. Funny. They weren't consistent. They, their their messaging was a mess. It was inaccurate. They were doing it in real time. And look, I get it. Like that's life. That's science. But when you're dealing with something like this, knowing how fucking fragile this country was already, you couldn't afford Anthony Fauci to come out and say you don't need a mask, and then come back and say now you need two masks. Right. You just couldn't afford it. No, that was that was that gives fodder
1: to the quote unquote resistance. That is the um, that, 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 that's the resistance, yep, yep. right?
0: Like, I sure. mean, once you did, once you had that, you lost them. You lost it. Like, you 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 had a very small window to get but, but, a lot more people on board, and they just blew it out of the water. Part of that was because of who was at the helm with Trump, right? But well, and 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 I
1: will not discount the accountability of Fox News and other other media outlets that stirred the pot for their own profit and for their own. Um, you know, gratification. I don't even know what the right word is, but the fact that Fox News types like Sean Hannity were pushing against this because it was coming from the liberals or whatever, and then suddenly said, "Oh shit, people are dying in Missouri and Oklahoma." These, you know, we we need to change our message. They've also fucked up. So as, as yeah, I'm they a, did. But they but they took
0: that they took that from the top, right? Like, they from, took that from they took that from from Trump. from Trump. Yep, sure. Right? I mean, sure. because look. Like, the people in the know, like, listen, even, like, the CIA was like, hey, we got a problem in China. Like, we were over there doing some shady shit we're not supposed to be doing, but we happen to notice this thing. You guys might want to pay attention to it, right? And we kind of did, but they kind of didn't. And then they really started to pay attention to it, realized how bad it really was. And again, look, the cause of it is always a separate thing. I will listen to any conspiracy theory you have, China made it in a lab, somebody fucked a pangolin, a whatever, yeah. I don't care, I will listen to all of that, and I believe it, because weird shit happens in China, but it's neither here nor there, it's a virus, whether it came from a bat, a pangolin, a lab, whatever, it's here, It's real, right, and so how, <laughs> how we deal with it is a whole different conversation, and, and that has just been fumbled and fucked up from yeah. the get-go, I blame Trump, the Trump administration for how they handle it when you have Trump saying it's just going to magically go away. Right. It's not a big deal. The Democrats With are blowing this out. Of, like, he made it political, sure. right? And then he tried to, he was like, oh, and then, but, and then this is where it gets so confusing, right? Oh, we're going to, we're working on a vaccine. We got warp speed. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Bam. It's here. He took it. And then it's just like, ah, oh, well, you know, I'm like now it's just uh, now I'm kind of anti-vaccine, right. right? Like after you talk about promoting it and pushing it and getting it and blah 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 blah.
1: And had it and had to get air right. chopper to fucking Walter Reed right. and take experimental medication from Regeneron. Right. I mean, yeah. All right, man, we gotta wrap up soon. We have to talk about the Cleveland Indians. Yes. Because we live in Cleveland. Yep. We're both Indians fans. Yep. Um, this is a funny one for me because. In the grand scheme, I don't care. I know. I'm not a native Ohioan. I'm not a native Clevelander. Also not a Native American. <laughs> I'm also not a Native American. No. You know what? I wasn't, try- I wasn't even trying to put that on a T for you. Well, I but I, I at first did. I thought you were. And no, then I realized, oh, no, he's not, he, not going he, he's there. He's not going But let me, uh, let me get him there. Yeah, well done. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Sorry, that was really good. I, I, if I was setting that up, I couldn't have done any better. I don't care. But The number of people out there who are losing their damn minds over this. Rational people, friends of yeah, mine, mine who too. Are literally saying like, You're tearing away my history yep. and not seeing the irony of saying, okay. Right <laughs> You know who had the history tourists? Right. So people were marched by bayonet across the country into places they didn't belong had not been before right. because they weren't white enough. <laughs> right. I mean, that happened. Yeah. And you can't deny that. Right. Do I think changing the name from Indians to Guardians? changes the world and makes it a better place. I really don't. But I understand to some people it
0: does. Right. And it hurts no one. Right. No one is I'm because <laughs> people are just like, my memories are still there. They are actually every one yes. of your memories are yeah. still there. In my basement, if you go in my basement right now, which is torn apart because I got flooded again. But um, if you go in my basement hanging on the wall, there is a hand drawn image of Jacob's Field, which it was called in it's Progressive Field now, but Jacob's Field like, when it first opened, um, there's a picture of Chief Wahoo, the name the Indians, 1994 or whatever, the ninety six, whenever the stadium opened. Um, and it's a great drawing, and it's there. Right. I have it. Right? Like, none of that changed when they changed the name. Like, Chief Wahoo didn't morph <laughs> into that new terrible logo, right? It's not Marty McFly. Disappearing right, right. Like, it's, the... it's not, just like, I have that, right? And the memories that I have, Mark McGuire hitting that home run in the fucking outer space at the All-Star game, that doesn't change, right? Whatever memories you have with your dad, your brother, your sister, your wife, your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend, your baby mama, your side chick, whatever... Those memories are all still there. Right. Right. All the beers you drank and the memories from falling down the steps and getting drunk and going to (laughs) fucking Parrot Bay or whatever that fucking place is over there. Like, all of that shit is still there. There's not a fucking memory that changes because they changed the name. Right. And it's just like, like, oh, well, what am I supposed to do with my son? Go to the game and make new memories with the new name, you dipshit. Yep. You know, I mean, it it just like, I, I, I don't. This is again. This isn't about the. This isn't about the changing of the name, right? Because, this this is something else, right? The backlash on this is something else, and it's a pushback against you know what.
1: Yeah. Well, I, so a lot of my friends in the uh, like black friends in the comedy scene put a ton of shit on social media about how much they loved this because oh, white people, something was taken away from you. That sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. That's my day. Right. And and <laughs> you know. <laughs> The outrage is hilarious to me. Some of them, well, what Someone came to me and said, well, "What would it, if the Bills changed your name? How would that make you feel?" I'm like, "Yeah, do I still have an NFL team in Buffalo? I'm yeah, fine. Right? You know, if you take the team away from me, that's a different story. Right? I'm, if you pulled pro football out of Buffalo, I would barely watch the NFL. I mean, I probably do. Yeah, if you didn't have season. a team, well, I'd give no fucks. Right? About the league. But that's not what's happening here." They're changing a name, right? and people lost their damn minds. You know, and, and, and
0: so they're changing the name of the Guardians, and just for a look, like, for, if you're listening to our show and you don't know the reference, like, so in Cleveland, um, there's, there's the, uh, the, the bridge, the Carnegie in. and, uh, Lorraine Bridge, and it's, um, you know, it, it spans over, goes right, right over by, by the ballpark, right? And then and you can into see downtown, downtown in the downtown bag, or yeah. whatever. Um, but on the bridge there are these massive monuments, right? And there's a guy, like, holding a wagon and another guy holding a covered tr- or a truck, um, and they're like the guardians of transportation, right? right. And they're really, like, I, I think they're amazing sculptures. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll have to tweet one out so that people can kind of see it to get a reference, but that, that's, that's a reference, right? Like, the guardians, you know, I think it's cool. Um, I think there's a lot of plays, obviously, with the Marvel Universe and the Guardians of the Galaxy and all that other shit right. that we could do. But the statues themselves are really cool. And what really pisses me off is that, or not pisses me off, but where I guess I'm a little bit annoyed is the logo. Like the, the, logo's lo- not good. the logo made itself. All you had to do was fucking take the the fucking Guardians on the bridge, which are really cool. They have a very very sort of. Like Roman, but yeah. futuristic yeah. look to them, like something. I would say Egyptian,
1: but same thing. Right,
0: like just like you know, very you know, they're made of stone, right? Like the giant stone statues. Um, so why they didn't just take the head of one of those? Like, cause that logo would look so cool, right in the middle of a helmet or right on the, you know, the 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 the, the breast of the jersey or whatever. Uh, so maybe we can still get that, there. That will evolve. I, that, I'm that, I'm sure because the current logo, you know, is, someone said it looks like the shocker. It kind of does. And they're not wrong, <laughs> which I uh, got yeah, no issues with the shocker either, but I don't want it as a logo my baseball team. They're also saying
1: they're going to call the stadium the G-Spot, and the jokes about men not being able to find the stadium
0: have been all over the Internet, and oh. they're kind of funny. Oh, uh, well, that's... It's that's, not a, that's, that's not an a, issue that I have. A, it's, so. a, it's unfortunate, <laughs> not an issue that I have. So I. Uh, that There's joke no problem down me. there,
1: believe me. All right, on that note, man, I know you gotta All right, run. Yeah, I gotta More go.
0: Time. I gotta go bowl with a bunch of seven-year-olds uh, and then get bossed around a little bit. So. Oh, can I join you? Oh
1: no, I can't. I got something else to do. I'm sure we'll figure out what. That I was made was.
0: brisket. I'm making. I'm making some burn ins too. Might,
1: I might. I might try that later. Mm-hmm. All right, we are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We are done.